It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk, and we're live here with you at 506 on this uh, Thursday evening. Welcome into the program. I'm here, Greg Davis, uh, Nate Williams here as well, Andrew with us also. Uh, Nate, good to see you, my friend. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Although it's uh, over Zoom. Hello, how are you? I'm doing uh, good. I'm how are you? Still in. I'm good. I'm still in Montgomery. You know that, but I'm letting everybody else know. Uh, still in Montgomery. Had a uh, another uh, full day at the State House today. Um, they uh, went a little later in the day than I anticipated. Um, and so just didn't make it back to uh, to studios. Uh, be back tomorrow. But um, everything's good. It's good. We sounding okay, Andrew? Everything good? All right. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, good. Andrew gives the thumbs up. He's man a few words, but good. he's got good thumbs up. All right. Uh, hey, we're glad to be back here with you uh, for another uh, good program here at 101.1 FM and 8.50 AM. Download the WXJC radio app. It's free. And uh, you can listen to all the great programming here on the station. And then, of course, also at our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. There you can listen live or listen later as well. Um, The the podcasts are there. And we're getting those caught up. We um, had a... uh, had, had a uh, what, what we will call it a um, an accident <laughs> yesterday evening, and, and uh, our good man uh, Stewart has uh, injured himself and is not with us, and so uh, he, he got we're a little bit behind on posting from yesterday. He's on the I had a few people today looking for yesterday's program and wanted to hear some of the sexual exploitation um, talk that we did during the first hour, but um, anyway. Uh, we won't go into all the all the details or whatever. I'm not even sure of all of them, but uh, but our man Stewart, who handles a lot of that for us, has um, what's the best way to say he's he's gotten injured. He'll be okay, but he's yes. injured. And uh, so anyway, our our prayers for for Stewart if he's listening in. May, maybe he is. Uh, but Andrew's got it all covered. We're good to go. All righty. Um, glad to be here with you. Um, quite a bit um, today. I'm, I'm trying to think where to start. Let's start here. Um, It is June 1st, which means beginning today, we have to be inundated with, uh, with, isn't that right? That, that's what this day now means. Yes. Um, Let's remember that pride is a sin. Yes. Okay. Any kind of pride is a sin. Um, Proverbs tells us that pride goes before the fall or before destruction and a haughty spirit also before a fall. And it's better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. So pride leads to destruction. And so um, 
we have to be very careful about pride. Pride can slip into any of our lives, in different areas of our life. But we do have one particular group that has taken much pride in their sexuality. I say one particular. It's more than that now. They keep adding to the alphabet, right? All the letters. All these groups. And now they all fall under this, this pride label. You know, there's often a, uh, down in Montgomery here at the State House, there's a, uh, uh, a gentleman, well, it may be more than one, but I see one in particular, seems like a lot. He, uh, he, has a, uh, he, he has a pride, and it's something else, too. It's a, weird, it's a different looking flag that he walks down, up and down the sidewalk of the State House between the State House and the Capitol, marching with this flag. They just they come out with as as everything changes and they add uh, just mm. more and more letters. The, the the designs of the flag keeps changing. Yeah, yeah. This one's the it's the rainbow, which is of course is a, a is is a perversion of of the rainbow that God gave as a promise to mankind, and so that He wouldn't destroy the earth again. And then here they are um, turning around and saying. Um, we're going to be, we're going to take that promise of God that He wouldn't destroy the earth, and we're basically going to be use it as a symbol of pride, which leads to destruction. Do you just see, do you see how perverted that is? Yep. So um, there were quite a few at the state legislature this year. There were quite a few bills dealing with, um, in particular, with transgenderism. Uh, you had. Um, there was one um, that was to uh, to prevent drag shows uh, where minors would be present. In other words, you know, don't don't bring your drag show to the local library and act like it's for kids. Yes, there might have been a day and a time where maybe that was funny and people had some fun with it, but th- not anymore. And like I said a few weeks ago, that probably cracked the door for this perversion. Uh, you know, you never know what does and what doesn't. Um, I, I, I remember those events. I've been to some of those events. You know, back when you were, you know, younger. Even churches would have things like that. And it, and it did seem a little weird to be at a church, you know. But um, So anyway, you had this one um, for, the, um, for the drag shows. And, of course, now they have, um, they have now um, taken this, and now they call them, um, instead of drag shows now for kids, they're calling them um, – some kind of fashion show. I'm trying to think of the exact word they use. Um, creative fashion show. Where you can exp- yeah, that, that's right. They're trying to get away from drag because now people have caught on to that. So you had that one. You had the uh, What is a Woman Act. And that came late in the session, but it was uh, trying to align the legal definitions of a man and a woman under the law uh, and line it up with the you know sex at birth biologically. You had the uh, you had one you know it's the the one that was passed last year but they said don't talk about this stuff in K through five it kind of mirrored the the Florida bill that was K through three but was we that took the, it to the, five the divisive concepts bill was that no, that one no uh uh-uh. no no this was uh, you know in Florida they the media labeled it as don't say gay but it doesn't even say that in the bill no it's not just, at all but that's how people know it because they labeled it that way they're the masters of uh, of 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 labeling so um there was a bill that would have taken that up i think through eighth grade and it didn't go anywhere and so um i I was reading some quotes today from uh, and i've been telling you guys the last few weeks that the uh, the the transgender 
that crowd has been in Montgomery a lot the last few weeks. They've had rallies. They're there. The, there's men in the women's restrooms in the state house. I'm, I mean, we had a had one walking up through the the, the seventh floor of the state house where this, all the state senate offices are, uh, and it said, you know, had a jacket on that I'm just gonna I won't say it, but it said "F God, believe in yourself" on the back of the jacket walking around the state house. Uh, these folks have come to Montgomery. They've come to Montgomery. So I was reading um, a quote here by Josh Coleman. He's with the, the Central Alabama Pride. There's your pride again. And here, here's listen to what he said. If there's a positive, positive that has come out of this, it's really made the LGBT community tighter. That's all the, these bills that didn't pass. It's made the community tighter in a sense of being aware of the legislative process. A lot of folks historically have been sitting on the sideline and felt their voice or vote didn't matter. We saw many folks that this is their first time reaching out to their legislators. A lot of representatives told folks they were the first to reach out on these issues. Obviously, I'm ecstatic these bills didn't pass, but I'm also aware you could uh, you could see some of the same next session. Do you hear what he's saying? Listen to him. He's saying a lot of our people been on the sideline and felt like their voice didn't matter. This is the first people for the first time were reaching out to their legislators. And, and let me tell you, it, it probably made a difference. I've been telling you, when you reach out to them, it matters. And they're saying, we did it, and it mattered. And I'm just telling you, the church folks, we don't reach out. We're not involved in this. We're doing what he said, sitting on the sideline, feeling like our vote, our voice doesn't matter. Not our vote, but our voice. Um, and we need some out there who understand the dangers of, uh, of promoting uh, these, these lifestyles to our young kids, uh, we need some people that will step up and get involved like this. I mean, look, they came. And I'm just telling you, uh, they, they showed up on about a – I'd say it was about a week's notice from there was a bill filed. About a week later, they had three or 400 people down here. Wow. And I don't think I could get three or 400 people down here if I planned a whole year. Mm. And that's sad to say. I don't, I don't, there's plenty of people support us and believe and agree and believe, but the support's not there. And so when these legislators go into a, a committee and one of these legislators that, that sponsored these bills, uh, like a Mac Butler, uh, Susan DeBose, uh, Arnold Mooney, believe me, they were chanting their names out front of the state house. <laughs> they, they weren't big fans of them. When, um, when they stand up and try to present their bill and talk through it, and you got a room full of people absolutely opposed to you, and they get up person after person after person after person and speak against you, it influences. When legislators get a phone call from these, from these folks, they're, they become sympathetic toward them. Uh, and, and that's okay to show sympathy uh, and empathy. That's okay. But it, it, it influences uh, these bills moving. I, it just does. What he's telling you is correct. They showed up. They showed out. And some of these bills didn't move. It's not because there's not overwhelming support for them. It's because that's who they heard from. Uh, you, you know, y'all hear me every day basically just begging for some more people to get involved. Be willing to pick up the phone call, the phone and make a call. Be willing to send a text. And they did it. And it's Pride Month, and uh, they're real proud of it. I mean, he's bragging about it. 
So um, I'm just giving it as a lesson um, that we've got to listen to what they're saying and realize that if we just sit back and don't allow and don't get involved, we're basically allowing our legislatures to be influenced by this. And you say, well, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Okay, well, but they are. And if you think they shouldn't be and you think you could do better, we should run for office and get in there. And look, and not all of them are influenced, okay? I'm not saying that. But there are some, there's enough of them who are influenced by it that it, ma- that it makes a difference. And, uh, again, if, if you think your legislator shouldn't be swayed or you shouldn't listen to the people or, you know, but, but when, look, when you're sitting on a committee and somebody gets up from your district and says, I'm, in your, I'm a member of your district, and they get up and they speak against this bill, and you're sitting there about to vote for it, knowing they're going to go back and, you know, tell all about it, and they've got it. They're sitting there recording it on their cell phone. That influences legislators. Many of them, it does. Um, you know, we've got to get more engaged, or we're going to turn around in a few years, and a lot of the things we think that uh, can't or won't ever happen in Alabama, uh, well, they already are and will be very normalized very soon so anyway hate to start the show on such a negative note but uh, but it is pride month uh and and i I don't want anything to do with pride month pride of anything pride in myself pride in my my material possessions pride in my sexuality pride in my good works all pride is sinful and it comes before the fall uh, it, it, it becomes before the fall, the destruction, the downfall. And so um, it, it's, it's an exact perversion. Uh, it's a flipping upside down of what we should be. And uh, so be careful. Be careful. And, of course, corporate America is all on board with this. And, from you know, you've, everybody's heard about what Target's doing and all these different groups. Yes. And let me tell you something. Corporate America, pride comes before the fall. And if you want to be associated with pride, you're going to fall. Corporate America is going to fall if we continue in pride. And it's not just sexuality pride, okay? It could be other pride as well. But if you're aligning yourself up with this, you're going to fall. That is, that is the, the, the word of Scripture. The principle of Scripture. We should be in humility before God Almighty. We should be uh, walking humbly with God, not walking in pride. So even if you are, uh, um, you know, out there and want to be uh, have your sexuality out right out front, okay, be something besides proud, because proud doesn't pride doesn't bring anything good. All right, 20 after. Let's take a break. 205-941-1011. That's the call or the text. 205-941-1011. Text me your thoughts, your comments on uh, what I just had to say. Hey, I'll I'll even read the ugly ones because I'm sure they're coming. Uh, It seems like, you know, they come. Uh, 205-941-1011. We'll be right back. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser. 
And that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Keetan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. We want you to be a part of the show. Yes, you. To make comments or ask questions, call or text Priority Talk at 205-941-1011. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbos, and you lucky people are listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Okay, 24 minutes after the hour, and uh, we're back here with you on Priority Talk. Um, just talking about pride. Nate, chime in anytime you want to, but just think about pride was going uh, pride going before the fall. That's exactly what happened in the garden. Yeah, and uh, Adam and Eve, uh, they uh, they they were they went after the pride of life, and uh, and and human humankind's never been the same yeah and so they've disobeyed god which humility obeys god pride disobeys god mm-hmm. because pride basically says i'm god yes. i'll do what i want to do yeah you know, when you go back to ezekiel and you listen to the statements of uh of the fall of, of satan you know as an angel i will do this i will do this i will do this pride 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 and pride led to the fall, and it's been a it's been catastrophic. I think that if you add pride, uh, as the joke goes, you have to add the other deadly sins as well. So sure, we have sure. a pr- Pride Month. You need a gluttony month and a lust month, and uh, might as well go all in at that point. You know. Sure, sure. I'm I'm just on pride because it's June first. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just the celebration. Um, of uh, really idolatry, self-worship, uh, thinking about always, uh, you know, what was Satan's promise? Uh, what was Satan's lies in the garden? It's mm. like you'll you'll be like God. It's like yeah. and to to know what He knows, and we just see it now in in, in this Pride Month. So I agree with you. Yeah. What's the pride of life? You know, it was the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So pride was there, um, and and it goes before the fall. <laughs> and that's what we see. And I'm just telling you, you know, people are worried about America economically falling and all these different things. Look, that's going to be the uh, that's going to be the way we fall out. It's not the cause of the fall. We're seeing the cause of the fall, and, and it's pride. Yeah. And um, the proud person or people. 
they go they pursue their own way a humble person obeys god um and so you know satan really has nothing new you just go back to the garden of eden and you just look at the tactics he used there and he's still using the same ones lust of the flesh lust of the eyes and the pride of life he you know those are those come out of first john but when you apply them to genesis chapter three they're it's exactly the same thing mm-hmm. and he does exactly the same thing now he satan's got like you know one page playbook and he's got three points and that's them and if you can learn to recognize those then uh you can avoid yourself a lot of uh, a lot of problems if you yeah. can just recognize it. it's hard and we all look we all blow it we all mess it up and uh you know i i don't get um I don't even get a righteous um, indignation toward uh, people who are deceived. Now, if you're self-deceived, or you're, you know, if you're, if, if you've chosen to be deceived, it's a little different. Or if you are deceived, my line comes when you start deceiving others. Yes. You know, you can deceive yourself, okay? But when you choose to deceive others, you've crossed another line there with me, uh, especially deceiving uh, younger ones. Um, was Revelation, it'd be better to have a millstone tied around your neck and drown in the deep sea right, yeah. than to uh, cause one of these young ones to stumble. And that's what we're, that's what we're causing. And yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, I think there was a, another passage in Matthew that says something similar. And uh, what you're saying lines up with Paul that ultimately uh, we're not battling against flesh and blood, right? Ultimately, we know there are just darker forces at work, darker mm-hmm. uh, you know, spiritual strongholds, demonic uh, forces. And so we see there's a greater enemy yeah. than just someone who's simply deceived, uh, deceiving themselves. Sure, yeah. And, and that's what we see with, uh, with, with Pride Month and all of these movements is we see people who are deceiving other people. Yeah. And in particular... Again, when you go back and you're deceiving kids, and that's that's what's happening in our – and I, I, I feel like I say this all the time, but I don't – either people don't hear it or they don't believe it, but I'm just telling you, our kids in Alabama are being deceived. There are people that are coming into our schools. They're coming into our libraries. Some of them are even coming into our ch- some churches, and they're, con- they're confusing and deceiving our kids. And if you don't think this is going on in your community, or it couldn't happen in your community very easily, you are you are very naive. Okay, first half hour in, 205-941-1011. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 
205-369-9630. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... And we're back in at 34 minutes after the hour. Thank you for your text messages. We see those during the break. And got back to a couple of you. Thank you. 205-941-1011. We do see those uh, pretty much in real time as they come in. So we appreciate it very much. Yeah, Target has sort of been the, uh, I I guess, the focal point. Of course, they made themselves the focal point of all of this, uh, what was it, five or six years ago? When they, uh, they really became the first big corporate to just go hey our bathrooms and our dressing rooms are just kind of whatever yeah and uh and you know they they've sort of i think balanced that out a little bit um you know i do know that you can go into men's rooms and women's rooms especially the target that i go into i really don't hardly ever go in one but there is one and sometimes i go in there not very often um, at all, I, I avoid Target. Quite honestly, uh, I really do. I, I just, I, I know some people are just so in love with Target, and I just, I'm just really not so much. Um, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm, you know, just in a spot or something, if I do buy something, it's something not 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 much of anything. It just it's a matter of much convenience. Coleman is uh, surrounded by Walmart World. We have yeah, two yeah. WalMarts and the distribution center, so Walmart has a stranglehold on Coleman. Well, yeah, you got a Walmart on the north end and a Walmart on the south end, and so you're always uh, close to a Walmart. Yep. There, and uh, does it have a Target? Right. Nope, no Target. Mm-hmm. So. Um, they were sort of the first to, uh, you know, to do this. Uh, in the South, though, what what I have been reading is that, you know, th- well, they've had all these this this different uh, clothing line, you know, where you've got the the swimsuit for a man that wants to dress up in a women's swimsuit, where you got the little tuck, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, then they had the shirt that came from the demonic. Um, basically, it was a demon shirt basically (laughs) maybe go and look at the company that produced it they were demon worshipers i mean is that right i mean that's the way i read it they uh Uh, i think they pulled that shirt though didn't they i i think they pulled a lot of stuff i think though from what i read their view of satan there there are there are a couple different views of satan one is yes demon uh satan worshiper like they believe he's real they believe that uh that that you know he's the good guy so to speak so satan worshipers and then there's a version of Satanism that this is more atheistic and agnostic of Satan represents the throwing off of Judeo-Christian values, sleep with who you want to, live life how you want to. And so Satanism then, for these people, they don't believe he's an actual real being. He just kind of represents the fall of Christendom. And so they, they'll call themselves Satanists, but they don't worship Satan. Does that make sense? I, I'm not sure if I explained that clearly 
Yeah, it does. It does. And I, I'm, I'm breaking up a little bit on you. I wasn't hearing everything you were yeah, saying. Yeah, that's okay. Either, no so, worries. Uh, just talking about these different views. But I think they have pulled that shirt now. And in the South, uh, what I had read was, and I'd be interested to know some of you out there who, who go to Target. I'm not, I'm, I've got no condemnation for, for you for going to Target, okay? Um, I, you know, it, I, if you prefer not to, wonderful. If you just think Target's that great, go for it. Um, if, uh, but I think in the, in the South, I was reading where they put a lot of those products uh, on the back shelf. They, uh, they reduced it down. And, yes. and put it on the back shelf and sort of um, sort of got away from it uh, yeah. and not um, not so much uh, putting it out there at front and center. They moved it to the back. They reduced the, the shelf space, no mannequins and those kind of things. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the phones. Uh, Scott's with us, and I'm having a hard time hearing. I'm getting – so if I don't hear Nate jump in there, but it's uh, Scott from Boaz. Go ahead, Scott. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, go on. Yes, sir. Something you said a few minutes ago, you hit the nail on the head. You said Target started this about five years ago when they said anybody can walk into any bathroom. And everybody got their panties in a wad. And, oh, we're not going to Target anymore. We're going to ban Target. You know, and they say the same thing for uh, Walmart. Starbucks, any other company that goes woke. But you know what? Five years later, <laughs> Target ain't missed them. You know why? Because most conservatives today do not have the testicular fortitude to actually go through with their threats. <clears throat> because Starbucks, you know, you just gotta have that five. Well, I agree coffee. with you. Or, or or it doesn't last very or it doesn't last very long, Scott. Right, that's why they do this, because they know that it's not going to last. You know, that's that's like if your dad tells you a hundred times that you're going to get a whipping for something, and you do it a hundred and one times and you still don't get a whipping, you're going to keep doing it. Yes. And as I said, conservatives just do not have uh, the unction about them to actually go through with their threat because they're not going to give up the convenience of Starbucks. They're not going to give up the convenience of Walmart. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to pay an extra couple dollars because they go to some mom and pop place. So these places just keep doing it. And all of this go woke, go broke, what a line of horse pussy because it's not going to affect them down the line. I you think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, Scott, I, I definitely hear what you're saying, that sometimes we we whine and we complain. We don't like certain things being done. And, and you're right. We don't stick through with boycotts. We don't uh, hit them where it counts, really, so to speak, which is the wallet. And I'm thinking that maybe maybe that there might be a little bit of a difference. Have you heard of the boycotts that we've been doing with things like Bud Light and the fact they've lost what I think is billions of dollars? Have you been keeping up with that? Yeah, I've heard that they lost it. How long is it going to take them to make that up once everybody gets over their butt hurt? 
That's true. I don't know. But what I'm hoping, Scott, is that eventually maybe we'll get better with this. Because like I've talked about on the show, sometimes conservatives, we're not real good with social activism because uh, that's not necessarily our strong suit. But what I'm hoping is maybe maybe we'll get better. That's the optimist in me speaking. But it sounds like you're not too optimistic. Well, I'm realistic. Yeah. Because I've seen it. I'm 56 years old. I am a Christian. I am a conservative. As a matter of fact, I'm an evangelist. That's great. And it happens all the time. And nobody does anything. Yes. There, is, there are no repercussions yes. for whatever they do. And I, Scott, I, I think there's something to that. There's a Jeremy Boring of the Daily Wire. I think he helped to found it. He calls it a loser's mentality that oftentimes conservatives had, which is exactly what you're talking about. How we'll whine, we'll complain, we'll raise money. We'll whine, we'll complain, we'll raise money. And then we don't actually end up doing anything about it. So this is where we need to come up with conservative alternatives, Christian alternatives that are high quality. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and I'd love to see it happen, but, you know, you've got 1% of the population controlling the other 99%, holding them at bay because they don't want to be called racist or haters or phobic. And it's going to, unless something happens, it's going to stay that way. Yeah, so hopefully, again, just my optimism. You said you're a realist. I'm a little bit of an optimist. Hopefully, that I hope that we'll get better at that. We'll keep uh, having people like you speaking the truth, and I, I appreciate that, Scott. Thank you for calling in, and I hope you call in uh, soon, okay, so, uh, again. All right? all right, man. Y'all have a blessed day. God bless. Okay, God bless you. Thank you, Scott, for your call. And uh, Scott's right about that, that we again and again and again will whine and complain, uh, and but we won't do anything about it. So, y'all, we need good, high-quality Christian alternatives. Alternatives. Otherwise, we'll just have that losing, e- eternally losing mentality, which doesn't get us anywhere. Greg, are, are you are you back in? Yeah, I think I am. Are, are, you guys got me good. Can you? Yeah, hear me? Okay. yeah, you Andrew, sound great yeah. now. Okay, I'm having a hard time hearing you guys for some reason. But okay. we had a text message, and uh, one of our listeners says they uh, uh, they hear Scott, and, and and basically I think agree. Their question is, you know, where do you buy your stuff? You know, where do you draw the line? And uh, that's a that's a conversation we've had here on the show before. Uh, I think back with Target when they first got into all this, uh, and I think it's a personal conviction. It's you know it's something that you know, there, there's nothing in the Bible that says thou shalt not shop, shop at Target, <laughs> or thou shalt not shop where certain products are sold or whatever. You know that's just not there. So it's it's sort of one of those gray areas where you have to pray through it and. You know, I don't think you can, in this day we live in, you can't totally avoid doing business with companies that are that don't reflect your Christian values or that's not reality. Yeah. You can't do it. And you may think you are, and then when you go studying and realizing who owns different companies, you realize, oh, my goodness. So I, don't, so I think you just have to kind of draw lines where you can as you feel led. I think you should pray about it. You should always be praying about how and where and, and, and for what you spend your money. So I think it's a it's a personal conviction that you have to draw that line, and you have to do it under the leadership of Holy Spirit. So I would encourage everybody, uh, you know, to do that. Uh, I, I wouldn't put my standard on you, and you shouldn't put your standard on me because it's not a clear line in Scripture of uh, 
of how to handle this particular situation. The Bible doesn't address every particular situation that we face in life. It gives us general principles to follow. Yes. And so, uh, you know, there are some situations that are covered very specifically. And, and when those are there, we should follow the Word of God to a T. But when it's generally speaking, we have to sort of, uh, you know, be set standards based on the personal convictions that, uh, that God leads us to. And mine may be more strict than yours with in some areas and less in some other areas. And, uh, you know, there's room in that for liberty. That's why I said no condemnation for me. You, God can take care of that. He can do conviction and, you know, um, and, and can lead you uh, in, in those decisions. So, anyway, just the thought there. Uh, I do think that if, um, um, if we... You know, you're talking about not being good at being socially active, which is basically what I was talking about earlier this hour about being more politically active. Yes. Um, and that and that that's okay. We 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 don't have to be the best at being socially active or politically active. If if that's a big if if we were going to absolutely stand on truth and walk in truth and live in truth and share truth faithfully, then we don't have to be politically active and as socially active because we would be spiritually on spot. But unfortunately, we're not spiritually on spot. The church is not. We're not. There's some, I'm not saying everybody's not. I'm saying as a whole, we're so watered down. Uh, we're not standing on truth as, as, as a whole we're not walking in truth we're not sharing truth we're not we're not holding a truth a standard of truth in the church individually or corporately we're, we're just we're not where we should be spiritually so if we're not going to be where we should be spiritually we've got to become more socially and politically involved and and there's nothing wrong with being socially and politically involved but i'm just saying the spiritual certainly is the most important yes but we're so watered down now that that we're going to have to get more involved in these other areas, and um, and and you got to look at this as a whole. You can't just go, well, I'm spot on. Okay, you can't do that. We got to see. We got to face reality where we are. Uh, we have strayed. Uh, we have accepted uh, relative truth, and it's in the church. We have accepted it. Relative truth. What's true for you may not be true for me, and live your truth and all that you can hear it in from the pulpit <laughs> and because of that we've lost our spiritual authority you can call it moral authority whatever we've lost our spiritual authority and we're not taking it serious in the spiritual realm so we have got to become uh, more adept in these other areas as well to sort of compensate for that i wish it wasn't that way and we should be involved politically socially i'm not saying we should never be involved in those things but we would have a lot more authority in those areas if we were if we had our spiritual uh, principles and our spiritual authority uh, uh, in, in the right order okay uh, let's take a break it's uh, 11 minutes till 205-941-1011 uh, I do uh, see those text messages out there and uh, say if we don't do business or work with these companies we'd be living in a box and farming and making our own clothes yep <laughs> that's right it's tough. All right, let's take a break. Call us or text us, 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. 
marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. The tobacco industry spent billions of dollars addicting a whole new generation of kids to nicotine. HB 319-SB 271 further victimizes children all over again for their predatory marketing. Text ALKIDS to 46839 to tell state senators, protect kids, not tobacco. Vote no on HB 319 and SB 271. Hey everybody, this is Michael Hyatt. You're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Radio. And we're back in at seven minutes till the top of the hour. Well, we've pretty much uh, stayed on this topic of pride the whole hour pride comes before the fall and uh if you are prideful destruction is coming and and i'm just quoting that one verse out of proverbs look that's a consistent theme throughout scripture i'm not just uh you know picking a something out of context and trying to use it. it that is a consistent message throughout scripture um another text message here um it says, uh, yeah, even if we don't feel led to head to Montgomery, the prayers of the righteous can do mighty things. I, I agree with that, and uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, and look, let me say this. You don't have to come to Montgomery. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Um, you don't have to do that. Uh, an email, a phone call, a text message, those things work. I'm just telling you. It, you, you just can't understand if you've never gotten involved how big of a difference it makes. It all helps. Sometimes people just need encouragement to do the right thing. They know the right thing, but you just need encouragement to do it. You know, if you've ever been a parent, you totally understand that with your kids. Uh, and sometimes when you do the right thing, you just need to somebody. You just need somebody to say, "Good job, thank you." Yeah. And that matters. It yes, really it matters. So um, yeah, you don't you don't have to uh, to come to Montgomery. Just keep up a little bit. Listen to a show like ours and, and Right Side Radio. He does a great job as well. He's a former state senator, and so Phil totally understands how these issues affect our everyday life, how they affect the church, how they affect our culture, our society, and uh, and and they do. Don't think they don't. Absolutely, they do. Uh, but some of those things help. Look, go to a a meeting where where your local you know legislators or local representatives are going to be at any time of the year. Just go to one of the meetings, meet them. Typically, when you go to these kind of meetings, there's not very many people there. I'm just telling you, even even during election year, there's not many people there. You can go, you can meet them, you can talk to them. I just tell you, typically they'll give you their phone number. They really will. It's not like it was a few years ago where everybody hid their cell phone number, didn't want anybody to have them. Most of our state legislators, when they hand you their business card, their cell phone's on it. 
and you're in contact with them. And, and if you can just be a decent, hardworking, moral person, don't come across as a crazy, weirdo, I'm going to just you know, bug you to death. Just the occasional message, even just, even just letting them know you're praying for them, that, those are fine. But it's even better when you can tie it to something specific. It, shouldn't we pray specific? Yes. So if you're praying specific, tell them what you're praying. Just the I'm praying for you. That's okay. But hey, how about I'm praying for you on this issue, that you'll have boldness to do the right thing. You know, just something like that. It does work. So uh, don't feel like you have to come to Montgomery. Uh, you don't have to. It, it's it's fine if you want to. I encourage it. But but that's not feasible for everybody. I totally get that. I know that. It's not feasible. You're working. You're busy. But you can listen to us, and you can keep up with uh, with what's going on. Um. All right. I think. I think we're about done here for this hour, and I'm going to be stepping out, and uh, Nate's going to pick up here with you for hour number two. Uh, Nate, what you got coming up, brother? What, what's on the docket for second hour? Well, I think uh, I saw a couple interesting articles on living forever, like reverse aging, uh, just just very interesting things there that I think I want to talk about. So just some of the technology going on. And also, yep. I think I'll talk a little bit about what heaven's going to be like and why we can look forward to it. Amen. That sounds good. Well, I don't know where you're going with it, but yeah, people would love to be able to live forever because they think they're going to, because then they don't think they have to answer to God, right? Ooh, that's so, true. Uh, there's, there's you something to think of. Never have to face the they judgment. Don't, if they can live forever, then, uh, yeah. But, look, it's appointed unto man. Yes. You know the rest. Yes. All right, everybody. Uh, Nate will be right back with you for hour number two, and uh, I'll be back with you tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Everybody have a great evening, and uh, keep it right here, WXJC Radio, PriorityTalkRadio.com. Uh, you can uh, always uh, call or text. Love these text messages, 205 941 one zero one one.